It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about the 1992 Peabody Awards. <laughs> so I wish I was recording when I suggested this topic to you because it was hilarious. Because uh, for the listeners, basically Jamie's response consisted of similar laughter to that he just did. And then a a statement of what? <laughs> like, oh, that! Oh, was that at the top of our topic list? Oh shit! I can't wait to talk about the 1992 <laughs> Peabody Awards. Oh, <laughs> what! This is the most exciting episode of the season, people. <laughs> I think it will be. You will. Be. I didn't even know what the Peabody Awards were. <laughs> See, and it's I a don't good even thing know. We're doing still, an episode man, on I was it. looking into. I still don't know why. Why particularly the 1992? So, for those of you who don't know what the Peabody Awards are, like I didn't know, they're kind of like the geeky Emmys. They're like Emmys for nerds. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're great. So they are an award that promotes uh, freedom in the press and excellent in journalism, excellence in journalism, or at least that's how it started. So basically, in 1938, it, they formed an association uh, that would give out an award for excellence in entertainment radio broadcasting. First one was in 1941. In 1948, they added television to the list and then 81 cable news. Now they do podcasts. Um, so basically any kind of like entertainment media type thing can get a Peabody uh, or mm -hmm. get nominated for it. I think there's like a, there's, you know, a huge entry fee or whatever. And so I think it's an interesting thing that they have this award and it's, it's about quality and excellence yeah. versus like, you know, the Academy Awards or the Golden the Globes, Emmys. Which, Emmys, which are really just about like popularity, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, it has everything. So, 1992, it had Roseanne. So, yep. Tom Arnold came and gave the speech for it. They had uh, a tribute to Mr. Rogers because he his show had turned 25. They even had our hometown Cairo News on it because they did something on salmon um, and they got a Peabody award for that. So it's pretty, it's all over the place. Um, yeah. It's really all over the place. It really is kind of like the bookstore nerdy version of the, of the Emmys kind of, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's all about, it's about quality and, and like, are you, are you, are you, are you generating something that, that makes our culture better? kind of thing i guess is that kind of right that's kind of it yeah like there's a committee of course that that uh you know decides who wins each year but like you said so the reason why i think 1992 is an interesting year is because well it falls within our purview of 80s and 90s but i think if you look at the stuff that was nominated and won that year it's an interesting selection of 1992 so you mentioned some of this, like Roseanne was nominated, right? Like mm -hmm. huge show. Everybody loved it. You had Seinfeld was mm -hmm. winning an award that year. Uh, Northern Exposure. For one episode specifically. Yep. Mm -hmm. Northern yep. Exposure. And, and it's not just in general. It's like that one episode called. <laughs> said, hey. Yeah. That particular episode, Northern Exposure gets a Peabody. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, Bill Cosby kind of got one for um, a documentary that he narrated. The documentary won it, not Bill Cosby, but, mm. you know, so. 
Well, Larry <laughs> King got one for his election coverage of 1992. Which was a fascinating election. That was uh, Bill Clinton's year. Yep. Um, you mentioned Cairo uh, from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, their documentary, When Salmon's Run Salmon when the salmon runs dry uh, talking about the uh, salmon runs in Washington state, which is a major contributor to the economy there. I mean, salmon is huge and especially like native people and that kind of stuff. Well, and it's a cultural thing here too. Mm-hmm. Like in this town that I live in, we have salmon days festival every year. Like that's how big salmon are here. Like yeah. the, it's a cultural thing, the resource and culture, right? Exactly. It really is. Multiple news organizations for coverage of the Rodney King trial and the Los Angeles riots. So that happened in 1992. So a couple of things like that. I mean, that was huge. You had also a couple other interesting ones. There was America Undercover, which was a series one for a show they did called Abortion Desperate Choices which I think is relevant today because, of course, we have the whole uh, Supreme Court changing the abortion laws in the U.S., and now that's a huge thing coming up to the election. And it's interesting that that was 30 years ago, like literally 30 years ago, 1992, right? Another, Mm -hmm. which is why I think this year is an interesting one, that we've gone past 30 years and that exact same debate is still going on. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting documentary. I've watched clips from it in researching for this, and they're not really trying to not to take sides. They're literally telling individual people's stories. So, you know, a woman that had to go through a back alley abortion, somebody that had an unwanted pregnancy, um, the child of an unwanted pregnant parent, the adoption process, that kind of stuff. So they tried to just kind of get all sides of the story in there, which you don't see a lot anymore in in journalism because now everybody's biased one way or the other. And all reporting is to influence others to follow along with that bias. Mm, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now it's like news isn't news anymore. It's just it's it's got a bent to it. Everything has a bent. Absolutely. Yeah, C C SPAN got an award because of its coverage of the United States Congress. <laughs> How exciting! Huh? C SPAN. You remember flipping through the channels and C SPAN would be on, and, yeah, you, and it like, would literally oh, just shit, be like a C-SPAN. view of the Congre- you know, Congress. Congress. <laughs> You're like, this they're is not so doing boring. anything for a half hour, then finally some old guy talks for a while. <laughs> Senator talks for a while, then they then they have the view again. Maybe their count votes or whatever. Ooh, that's some exciting shit. <laughs> award winning, award winning, yeah, award winning. Ex- <laughs> yep. Nineteen ninety two was the five hundredth anniversary of fourteen ninety two, uh, the year Columbus sailed for America, and so they did the Amer- Institute of American Indian Arts did one on called Surviving Columbus, talking about, hey, guess what? You know there were people here before. Uh, Columbus discovered America. So kind of talking about how, like what we were taught in school and a lot of that's changed since then, but that's an interesting one that was 500 years. So that puts us now 530 years since then. Hey, reading rainbow got a Peabody again for one particular episode called the wall. Love reading rainbow. I know you do. That's why. Take a look. It's in a book of reading rainbow. Yeah, dude. Figured you'd appreciate this, that. This one. subject is getting a little better as we <laughs> go through rainbow, it because we're going into reading rainbow. Yeah, going Jamie into loves like. reading rainbow. 
<laughs> yeah, it's great. Speaking of uh, educational, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? A series of computer games, video games, books, shows, cartoons, all about uh, teaching children about geographies when it started off. Now they're into history and math and language and all these other subjects. So it's about educating people. So fantastic. Everybody loves where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Carmen San Diego is the bomb. I, I used to like it when I was a kid back in the day. Yeah, that's true. I like Carmen San Diego. I like geography. I like Carmen San Diego. So well, well earned Peabody Award. Yep. Yep. Teaches you stuff. You remember those PSAs about, you know, don't do drugs or hey, if your boyfriend can't talk to you about sex and he can't have sex or yeah. something like that, whatever. They had all those PSAs and then it was the star that comes over. Dun, 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 dun. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> And it's like a meme now, right? It's one of the best animated GIF gifs out there is like Absolutely. somebody learns something, you just send that. The more you know with the little star, <laughs> those PSAs, that that one, the Peabody, that won a Peabody that year. The more you know, dude. The more you know, the more you know won a Peabody. I think they ought to do. They, well, they I don't know where still they do, would I don't do know, it. I don't think they really do those anymore. No, I don't know where you could really. It's nobody... Nobody everything's cares. streaming now so you just everything's on demand there's nowhere oh, that's to, true there's, there's nowhere, nowhere to else. stick it in transitions between stuff to put the more you know on there yeah but they had some big stars actually do those psas oh, lots of celebrities big celebrities did them yeah so that one a peabody nbc won a peabody for it, the more you know in 1992 which is gr which was great as well very informative and fun and has been parodied ever since yeah, including on this on, on our this series. show we've done yeah, that on here. this show and on our stuff yeah yep. we've we've done it the one that kind of motivated me on this subject was a show it's a radio show called car talk and it was hosted by tom and ray magliozzi or magliozzi or I, I know i'm mispronouncing that wrong but it's to me it's spelt magliozzi but i think that's wrong uh known as the click and clack brothers and they hosted a radio call-in show where people would call in and get advice on how to fix their cars. So if you've ever listened to the show, you know, you get a little bit of advice, but mostly you get these two brothers laughing hysterically. <laughs> and they were just on a local radio show in Boston, I think is where they were from. Uh, definitely from the, from the Boston area based on their accents. And I'm pretty sure it was a Boston show. And what they would do is, give you advice on you. So you're like, Hey, my car's making the squeaky noise coming from the wheel. And they'd be like, well, one of them would be like, well, just take the wheel off problem solved, you know, kind of stuff. And then they'd laugh and joke and, and, and they were just hilarious. And when I um, first moved to Seattle from Spokane, I'd never heard this show before. And I remember just driving and flipping through and ended up on like NPR. And the show was on like on a Sunday or something. And I started listening to it. And I'm like, Holy crap, this is great. And became a fan ever since. I I don't know why I know this show, but I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I don't even I don't even like cars, but I like this show. <laughs> I don't know why fun. NPR has all this this just the stuff I like. I don't know. I love those guys. Sadly, it was the only year that they won a Peabody. I think they deserved for like more, but. Uh, what was also great about them is they never really wanted to go big. Like they liked doing their small little local show that got broadcast. They they had, I was 
uh, reading an interview with them. One of them's dead now, the other's still alive. And they were talking about how they'd get offers to do like, you know, big time TV shows and like you could host a show on such and such TV channel. And they're like, no, we're good. You know, they'd occasionally do little bits and stuff and little, little things. But for the most part, they just hung out and did their show and uh, were perfectly happy doing it. So, so cool people. And, and, um, and it was, it's a great show. You can still listen to it. You can download it, I think, probably in a like podcast form or something like that. But um, it's so fun to listen to those guys and well-deserved Peabody that year. Yeah. Do you remember Rock the Vote? Yes, indeed. How it was kind of like, it, it's actually, I, I didn't know Fox actually did the whole Rock the Vote campaign, but it was like, voting rocks, man. Voting's awesome. Voting is to the max. Voting is extreme. <laughs> To if, the if you don't if you don't vote you're a lame square man don't you want to rock do you want to rock rock the vote <laughs> you're trying to make voting cool right so propaganda films and fox want a peabody for that whole thing that whole yeah. campaign and it did i do remember like that was motivating people to vote like yeah. like that kind of stuff Kinda because works. Yeah, you got musicians and celebrities out there like get out and vote, which probably contributed, helped contribute to Bill Clinton's win. I mean, also you had him running against Bush and then you had uh, Ross Perot uh, funneling a lot of the uh, Republican votes away, too. But I also think the whole rock the boat thing did help get younger voters out there in, in that election. Yeah, I, well, I think it was the same then as it is now and that late, young people are kind of kind of lazy, bro. They, yeah. they don't, they're disaffected and they're lazy. They don't, they don't really want to vote. So if they don't have a reason to, or if you can't entertain them, then they won't. But if you, if you rock the vote, <laughs> then they will. Right. right? And then they vote. can really actually, that's like how Obama won is he got basically all of the young people to wake up and get out of bed and go to the, go actually vote. So yeah, rock the vote. <laughs> yeah, because in general, it's yeah, yeah, your older population is the ones that are committed to actually getting out and voting. Uh, your younger population's like, eh, I don't know. I, but they I shouldn't be that way because us oldies are like, we don't give a shit about you young people. We're just going to vote for our <laughs> own stuff. And, you know, your planet can suck it because we'll be dead. You shouldn't let us vote for your sh- – you shouldn't let us do the voting, man. Rock <laughs> yeah. the vote, kids. <laughs> Get out there and vote, kids, because really at this point, it doesn't affect us much anymore. It's your problem. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Your problem. So it's your future, man. Rock wh- whoever the wins, wins. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. So that kind of stuff, I think, is interesting. They, the Channel One won an award for uh, AIDS uh, coverage documentary. Channel which, One, was that that one that you, is that that channel you saw in school? Is that that one? I remember channel one that you would have, would come in the morning into the class and they put it on television and it was like for school, school news, like, Hey, keep informed. Yeah. So it was basically broadcast to like minors, uh, younger teens, that kind of stuff. Um, they did do stuff that also would get shown on kind of more mainstream things, but mm-hmm. that was, that was pretty much it. Yeah their model was like to broadcast in schools to classrooms and stuff like that. And the anchors were kind of younger people and they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, what's up? Here's the news. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, Oh, cool. (laughs) But what's cool about that is I remember in 1992 or maybe a little younger than that. um, But talking about AIDS and stuff, you're like, Oh, don't touch that person. They'll give you AIDS or don't sit on the toilet seat. It'll give you AIDS, that kind of stuff. So 
things like this were important because they taught kids like, hey, that's actually not how that works. That's not how that spreads. It, it takes a little bit more than that. And so having these things broadcasting to kids, educating them was great. And it's another thing I don't think they really do anymore. Which well, maybe- they don't do well anymore because like the whole COVID thing hit. But again, because everything has a slant to it and and nobody, every, everybody gets their news from the slant bubble that they're in. So, so if you're in the slant bubble of this is what COVID's about and, and scientists telling you stuff, you might know, but there's a whole bubble of like, it doesn't even exist. It's, it's a hoax. And, and, and then you get another slant that says, yeah, it totally exists. And you know, it's a government conspiracy and all, I don't know all this stuff. And I, I just feel like back in the day, like what these Peabody awards represents is that we used to have like real journalism. And that's exactly. So 30 years ago, you could still get real journalism. Like even Fox won an award for, uh, what was Fox's award for? Well, they did rock the vote. They did the rock the vote. Was there's the rock the vote one? Yeah. Which is interesting to me because today, like Fox News would be like, oh, fuck, young people voting? No, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's the complete opposite. Don't rock the vote. Don't rock the vote, kids. Stay home. Stay home. Let your parents vote. You should stay home. Voting sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So like across the board, news organizations were more focused on reporting the news versus getting headlines and, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, And that was 30 years ago. In 30 years, we've gone from giving an award to Mr. Rogers to... Now, well, basically, Peabody's go to people who have a fun podcast or <laughs> well, where I, don't, I actually so, don't know what they go to now. I shouldn't. Ra- where do they go them. now? That's an interesting question, because I I would be I don't I didn't look, but it would be. In fact, let me look here. I have I think I have a, a list here. Yeah, I'm pulling it up now, too, actually. Like, where does it go? So they gave a again, a career award last year to Dan Rather for his. Okay six decades of journalism. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, A lot of the, uh, a lot of Netflix and Hulu and stuff. You see that makes me question it. Like HBO max and it's all stream. It's a lot of streaming stuff. Yeah. But they still do give to some awards like to journalism, like nightline and like local TV stations. So they've got some good stuff on here. And um, Vice News is in there now. Wow. Which is a different thing. So I think the Peabody's may be kind of cool because they they a lot of them are like local channels. And I think that the local news is still kind of good news, like the yeah. good journalism. I, and I think that's kind of the journalism. That's the only news I tend to watch these days is like, well, at least like Cairo 7 is going to tell me what's going on in my area at least at least there's no bent about there was a big shoplifting spree or whatever (laughs) or the homeless camp fires or whatever it's it's they're not there's no bent to it i guess it's just is what it is so maybe the peabody's are maybe the peabody's we maybe we need to let people know about the peabody awards well it's good that that we're doing this good documentaries and, and good journalism and and even good shows like 
because they believe it's, it's about the shows too. Maybe but good quality shows because the shows suck nowadays too, dude. The shows are bad. All these remakes and this just shitty streaming shows are awful. Peabody's maybe the Peabody's can save us, man. Maybe we just ought to pay attention to what the Peabody Awards are doing and yeah, and support that. I didn't even know about this. Only Murders in the Building got an award in 2021. I like that show. Lots of good documentaries on here. Like, like the thing is, like, I'm looking through this list now because I pulled it up as well. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to look some of this stuff up. Like, there's some interesting podcasts on here. Uh, there's certainly a lot of interesting documentaries that would really kind of find interesting, I think. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, there you go, listeners. Jump over to the Peabody Awards website and look at some of the stuff that's winning awards or even being, yeah, well, stick with winning because I think to be nominated, you just have to pay a fee to nominate somebody. So look who's seeing winning and uh, maybe check out some of the stuff that's there to help support good journalism and good entertainment. Yeah, quality action. And and if you don't know about the Peabody Awards, now what kind of dumbass are you? Jeez. Like, yeah, now you do. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I'm with you. I totally. Somebody didn't mentions know. Peabody, you just laugh and be like, "What the hell? What the hell is that?" <laughs> I didn't know what it was, and you told me, "Let's let's do the 1992 Peabody Awards," and I was like, "Nerd alert!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was geeky, but damn, Milo. Hey, but it kind of worked out. Actually, interestingly enough, you can look at the the Peabody winners for any year and kind of get a good sample of maybe the best broadcasting of that year actually you really can what's really going on in the world in that year as well or like, yeah what's really going on and and then kind of what was what was quality as opposed to popular yeah so instead of popular culture it's just culture it's 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 real and it's not just goofball stuff it's like real culture yeah, you you could. I'm looking at lists from from every year in the '90s, and I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, stuff, that's man. good stuff. That that's good stuff. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I thought you were crazy, <laughs> Milo, but I think you. There was there Not was anymore. something behind the 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 weirdness, the madness. Okay. <laughs> so I'm with you now, brother. I don't think you're weird anymore. Thanks, thanks. But uh, I, I guess I appreciate that. Yeah. Because when you suggested this, man, I was like, what is this guy up to? I think he's like been hanging out with his indie book movie people too long. <laughs> and he's he's trying to make us all like start this show with a piano riff, whatever. It would change the intro doing. to something fancy <laughs> sounding. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, NPR presents <laughs> 80s and 90s Uncensored. <laughs> Peabody Award winning. Peabody Award winning, the 80s and 90s Uncensored. Well, folks, if you would like to nominate us for a Peabody Award, you can just go to PeabodyAwards.com and select the uh, submit link. It looks like the fees range from 300 to 650 I guess, depending on what time of year you submit us. Oh, dang. Go for it. Or go if you just want to send us that money, I think we'll take that too. Yeah. Drop that in our busker jar. Yeah, absolutely. If you would like to donate to our busker jar, you can do that on our website, the 80s and 90s.com. You can follow us on the social medias, primarily Twitter, which is at the 80s and 90s.com. Jamie's very active on there, so it's worth checking out. You can 
just give us a review or something on some podcast player. We won't complain about that either. And with that, I guess we're going to have to say we're out of here. Like our chances of winning a Peabody someday. Not going to happen. So did all these winners get nominated first? Did they have to pay three to $600 just to get that award? Yeah. So somebody would have had to nominate them. I don't think they have to nominate them. I think you think somebody else can nominate them. Well, that's kind of bullshit. Cause what if you're broke like us? What well, if that's why we need somebody else to do it. podcast ever, but we just happen <laughs> to be just a couple broke dudes. Yeah. What, we deserve the award just because we can't, this doesn't mean because we don't want to fork up three to $600 doesn't mean we shouldn't win that Peabody. I concur. Well, that's why I said, I'm saying somebody needs to, uh, to nominate us. Right. Or they need to stop taking bribes and just like give Peabody's to the people who deserve it, regardless of how broke they are. Yeah. Like the, the, the Peabody people need to listen and just go scouring the world of podcasts until they find ours. We can come up with our own award, the, the broke ass podcaster <laughs> award, the award for like independent podcasters who do pretty well, even though they're, they're, they're kind of broke. <laughs> we'll, we'll call, we'll call it the broke bodies award. <laughs> broke body. I want a broke body. <laughs> Uh, you can nominate us for the Discover Pods Award. That's free. Although that, it's that's present- the one that you posted on Twitter, right? Yeah. I also oh, put a little thing on our website. Oh, did you? A little announcement. Like- nice. It's it's presented by Buzzsprout and we're not hosted on Buzzsprout. So we probably won't win since we're hosted on Podbean. But, you know, oh, yeah. Well, then why did, well, they opened it to everybody. That'd that's be kind of funny though doing. if we did win it. And Buzz we'd, we'd like, like oh, to thank the our award goes podcast. to the eighties and nineties uncensored. You can find them on Podbean. Available <laughs> <laughs> on Podbean, <laughs> not Buzzsprout. Uh, well, it's free, so whatever. Maybe if we pay them, they'll hook us up. Though that could be change our hosting from Podbean Buzzsprout just so we can <laughs> win some Buzzsprout award. <laughs> Why did we pick Buzzbean over Buzzsprout anyway, or <laughs> Podbean over Buzzsprout? <laughs> Uh, I think it had, I think it had to do with some of the features or some of the Podbean works pretty well though. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. I did compare Buzzsprout with us. I think they had more limits on like the amount you could upload each month, or maybe the rate was a little bit different. I don't remember, but I do remember that. It seems Podbean's really kind of pushing us on their app too. So. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm happy with Podbean. Yeah, Podbean, it was a good good it was a good move. Yeah, it seems to be so far until they stop pushing us on their app. That screw you, Podbean. We're going to Buzz. Then we'll go to Buzzsprout, and they can push us on their app. <laughs> exactly. they stop. Then we'll go somewhere else. We'll just, we'll, we'll just bounce around Podbean <laughs> yeah. bouncers, like just bouncing around hosting platforms. <laughs> <laughs>